All right, Jay strikes again. Uh, well, dedication time. What would you like to dedicate this episode to? I think it would make sense to dedicate it to Alexander Knudsen and his family and uh, yeah. more about who they are yeah. during the episode. Definitely. All right, let's get started. All right, we're back with Jay Ness, and before I let you go, I will uh, announce it right now. I uh, will be at FallCon, Minnesota Comic Book Association, FallCon, September 25th. That's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Anybody nine years old or younger, get in for free. I will have a table there. You get to say, see me, say hi. I'll be selling my comic books as well as promoting the show. Um, so let everybody know, FallCon, uh, September 25th at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. I'm sure that my guests will probably make an opportunity to be there as well since he loves comic books. Everybody, welcome back for the third time. I want to say three. No, no, no. Uh, fourth. If, if you include the hosting, it's the, f I believe the fourth. 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 It's three so four. it's the Revenge of the J. Yeah, yeah. Re revenge of the Janus. <laughs> All right, Jay, thanks for coming in. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's always, always, uh, I think, I've, I've probably said this every episode, but uh, I, you know, those listening who can't see, um, this studio is just surrounded by things that inspire Nick. And me as well. So uh, I feel at home. It's always fun to you be. You got to be constantly stimulated. Yeah, stimulated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And nothing subtle. I don't like to do things subtle. Yeah. yeah. So Jay has just uh, been really busy. Thanks for coming in. Um, I we could talk about a little bit about what you've been doing and get a little bit of updates about what you've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Can, can we mention um, any updates about Dark Cloud? You know, um, I, I I can say a few things, I suppose. Um, Just because we've been yeah, we've been we, we've 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 been uh, it's kind of been the the the, the layover, you know, yeah. with every episode. Um, uh, I, I I right now it's 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 pretty much on them to put it out, um, and uh, <laughs> they. Uh, uh, I I don't hear much, and they don't tell me much. Uh, so I'm waiting with distribution with everyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I know that's sort of where they are in the process and, uh, um, all right. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I wish I could say something a bit more solid and concrete, but it's, uh, it's ready to be seen. And, um, you know, I hope it finds a home. Okay. Yeah. And then after Dark Cloud, you were working on some other stuff? Yeah, gosh. It's like, you know, say after working on Dark Cloud, that film took up literally like three years of my life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. Like in, 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 that, uh, in that fashion, I don't know that I could work on an indie well, I shouldn't say that. Well, the only thing I was going to mention, because I just caught it on, um, you made an appearance on Julie's Awakening, Julie Conan's uh, Awakening. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've been dabbling. You were nice enough to help out a little bit on there, as well as play extra. Well, what was, yeah, what was really, really funny about that is, so growing up, 
I, I, I did want to be making movies, but at first, like I wanted to be an actor, uh, like Jim Carrey was like <laughs> everything to me. Uh, and, uh, so until I, I, I wound up falling into the more execution, be, you know, behind the camera side of things with, um, the fact that like, I wanted to learn how to do all of this stuff. My friends did not. I, I had to always convince them. No, uh, get in the shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, and so I was forced to learn a lot of things, and it just kind of, I just kind of moved in that direction in the sense of, I guess, a natural progression. Um, it's like, well, I don't have to be on camera, but I can do all these other things, and that's just so. The, the reason I bring that up is you, right. you, you bring up Julie's film. And what's so funny about that is uh, she brought me on to do some cam op with Ben Enke. Yeah. Uh, Enke was the director of photography. I don't want to interrupt, but Julie was a previous guest on our show, and she talked about the film before you get into it. Sure, so, yes, sure. And these are two short films. Yeah. She, Awakenings is the second one. Correct, yeah. She's been... Uh, I, I think she's sitting the festival circuit I saw last year. Yeah, it just got submitted to the Louis Superior Film Festival. That's, so that, that's, that's difficult to do. Good, I mean, you know, good good for her she's a very very kind person and um all i was going to say was, was what's interesting with that film is i was brought on to cam up but uh someone who and obviously it's a period piece so the wardrobe right you yeah. can't just pull someone's you know shirt off of another person's back and be like oh we need we need we need we just need a black shirt um there is a suit there's a tux um that had been you know fitted to one of the guests who a background <laughs> talent yeah who could not make it uh, and I was literally the only person that could wear it. That could fit. <laughs> that could fit. Uh, and uh, and so I wound up kind of shifting, you know, same team, just different sides in the sense of uh, being on camera. And, you know, you got to be ready to adapt to do these sorts of things, I feel like, successfully. So. Yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to, and people are not familiar with what Julie Cohn is doing. It's almost, if, I don't want to say it's exactly, but if you like Downton Abbey, that kind of... Aesthetic, hundred percent. I think the content's a little more heavy, a little more. She's got a little more gravity to the content, but yeah, it's a hundred. The dresses and costumes and everything, the look, and I and I got advanced screening for it because I I was actually one of the donations I donated to it, so I got a nice. She that's she showed the film and it was. It's like it's one of those things that's really good because like that's it. Come on, she's like, well, that's ten minutes. Like more, come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I I don't know. I I I can't recall my last conversation. I think she might have an idea for sort of a. Uh, another story. I don't. I could be making that up. I could be wrong. And if, like, but but, um, uh, it, she's yeah. Very she passionate. has an end game for this. She has a goal for. She's this. very yeah. passionate about this story and being rooted in St. Paul. You know history. Right. It's 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 um yeah. So I'm glad someone is telling that story. I live here. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, yeah. She. It's wonderful. Wonderful work. And Ben, Ben is a previous guest and he was here with you and he did, outdid himself especially. So yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Year after year, if you watch his reels, like he's just a unstoppable force, man. Yeah. And I heard he's just a big bully and won't stop talking and just the <laughs> biggest jerk. The guy, you don't like, seriously, like I will not be at his funeral. <laughs> He does not know this, but I, I suppose if or now he does if he's listening. So. But seriously, does he say anything on set? I've been on set a couple of times. I it's like <laughs> he's pretty humble. Um, I, I mean, him and I talk a lot on set. Cause usually, the, the dynamic yeah. is me directing him shooting, and um, but you know, he really stays in his lane. That's right, that's yeah. his thing, and he's humble. So, 
Um, I was on set for um, Anthony Cousins' film. Every time we go to dairy, I don't want to uh, say ice every cream. Uh, the ice cream, yeah. Explodes. Every time, yeah, uh-huh. my face explodes. Movie. I was with them, and then I think uh, the Gunflint. After the Gunflint, I was on set for one of the scenes. Oh, right on. Uh, JD. Okay. JD, and then I think Ben did suits of that. So holy cow, that goes ways a back. Bit, a, little yeah. bit, a little bit back. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I have to mention because it's one of our favorite films, and we talked about it. We communicated it on social media a while back, but it's the 30th anniversary of one of our favorite films, Point Break. And yeah. We talked about how it kind of inspired you to do movies, the, which is very interesting. How did really it inspired you? It's one of the inspirations for you to do movies. That film, like it just, to me, when I saw it, who I watched it with, what the scenario was. And by the way, what's really funny about this is my mother um, just sent me, we, we made VHS cover art for, um, uh, I'm jumping ahead here, but we we made. Uh, it's fine. We got plenty of time. We yeah. made a sequel to Point Break, a very unnecessary one. Uh, but uh, I played uh, the Keanu Reeves character, Johnny Utah, uh, my uh, one of my best friends growing up, who recently passed, uh, Dominic Brown. Um, he played the Swayze character, uh, Bodie, uh, and. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, she sent over this VHS art case that we had made. I, I used on like uh, I designed an MS Paint. <laughs> like, I'll, 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 maybe I'll send that over. But Point Break, man, let me tell you, like that film, I, I, it, it, it's a lot of things for me. It's, it's, I, I, I remember. I believe I was at a Target with my mother. Um, I want to say my brother and dad were out of town and I was always watching things I shouldn't have been watching of course when I was younger that film's hard R um, man not hard R well, I'm trying yeah, to think of why right it's R enough There's it's lot, R enough yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say a little bit of the violence and language but um, my mom had told me hey like I this movie like I love this movie um, I think I'm gonna buy it and we bought it we bought the VHS tape uh, from from Target and went home and I remember just sitting on the floor with my mom my mom doesn't watch movies which is interesting like she just it's not her thing she's always read um, she'll get caught up in, in really strange lifetime movies now and then on on you know unintentionally it's a um, great hallmark yeah yeah it's great she hallmark. probably texts you like jay do you know this person in this christmas movie and you're like yeah yeah, yeah like she's she's uh yeah. it happens to me yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I'll, you had I'll this bet. person on your show yet no i'll okay. bet i'll bet it's a great hallmark christmas movie. Yeah. uh but just just watch getting to watch a movie with my mom and uh, just, I, I just, I really got into it. It was so entertaining. Catherine Bigelow did such an incredible job taking what could have been a really, really, bad. I think, yeah, very bad concept. I mean, yeah. it's it's a cool concept, but it, the execution could have been um, far, 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 far away from what it wound up being. And it, it's just, it's a cool movie. I think what really works for the movie is even though the story, some there's some points where obviously it lags, it does not ever tone down amplification of energy. Absolutely, and how you not. can maintain that from beginning to end of a movie? Yes, even where things are quiet and you still have an intense action and everything. Yes, <laughs> you got to be kidding me! Oh man, yeah. yeah, it's stacked up really well. The characters are fun to watch, like uh, the yeah. Busey character, Angelo, Utah. 
do. Right. Just like getting it, they make getting a sandwich so cinematic. Like the, the shot, I'm never going to forget yeah. it, where Keanu Reeves is ordering the sandwich at the window, and then uh, you you see the ex presidents pull up uh, behind him, and yeah. they're, they're missing. You know, like they're right in front of them, but they're they're you know, uh, spoiler. They're yeah. It's it's but it. Yeah, that is a catapult launch to get heat made. And everybody loves heat. Heat, yeah. Oh, but this man. one, it shows you authentic, really detailed how you do on a shot by shot, how you do a bank robbery and keep the intensity up. And that was even before heat. That was even, what, five years before heat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where heat's a little more... Mid-90s, yeah. like 96? Uh, yeah. Seven, something like that, right? Maybe 95, I don't know. Um, yeah, heat was 97. But wasn't, wait, no, it was right before Kilmer did uh, Batman Forever. Or, or was it just that? I can't, I... Batman, yeah, came out mid early mid yeah it was during that whole the saint kilmer you know um sort of 90 mid 90s you know uh, i liked his interview after he did batman forever he's like now i know what's going to be like when i'm old i can't move (laughs) (laughs) i can't hear yeah yeah (laughs) everything's dark around i can't see and now i know it's gonna be like to be an old man and yeah i wonder you want to see his documentary the I, new one. I saw something about that. Like, what? What's what's I the think his family? His daughters helped pitch in this documentary about what his life is after he's been through a lot. Yeah, yeah, through a lot. So, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd love to see that. You just want to go back to real genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you yeah. know, uh, you know, one thing I'll throw out just because it's I feel like I don't know uh, appropriate to where we're sitting. <laughs> Kilmer, I think I think Kilmer is an underrated Batman. I think he's I, I liked him a lot. I did too. Yeah, yeah. He was good. There's a certain, well, Batman done right, there's a certain where he could just pop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. I used to have a t-shirt in college that would, uh, it said, uh, Batman won't kill you, but he'll cut off his your kneecaps and feed them to you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which, my God, kill me. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. that's that's. <laughs> so, and Val had that intensity that would later go into Nolan's films, but they had that where... Uh, you could probably pop off pretty soon, which they're probably going to show with Robert Pattinson doing it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Pattinson, I don't know about how you guys feel, but that's... that's um, well, there man, has to be something. He had to win the audition. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just think he's one of the most talented individuals currently working. Like, he's... I could watch... I'll, I'll watch anything that guy's in. Was that movie with the two brothers at Uncut Gems before that was called? Uh, it was called Good Time. Good Time. Safety you mentioned Bo- it. Safety you brothers. See, yeah. Because I, I like I really like Uncut Gems. And you're like you haven't seen if you haven't seen Good Time with Robert, and that really showed his. Oh talents. man, yeah. Check check it out. Um, totally. I mean, it's 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 not a it's it's an intense watch. Like it doesn't let up, and it's like uh, for some uh, anxiety inducing. I think. Well, I think those two guys, I can't remember their names. They're two... Uh, Safety brothers. The Safety brothers. Yeah. They really do close-up, like claustrophobic. I'm sure they could do an entire movie in a closet. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Where Kathleen does big scope, like yeah. you want, you can see things that are being shot miles away, but they like to keep it intense where you don't, you're not going to relax when you watch this movie. Yeah. No, no, no. Not, not at all. And... Um, yeah, huge. That, that, I think I'd say Uncut Gems is probably may have been my favorite film from uh, 2019. It was 2019. No, no, it was yeah, it was 2019. Yeah, and was the Lighthouse that year as well? It was. So speaking of Robert Pattinson, both of those were my favorite. Like I just, I ah, did like the Lighthouse. Ah, it's it's 
just what I love about that film is how um, if you take away the way they lit it, the way they shot it, um, the sound design, like when you listen to some of the things they're arguing about, like when, when they're kind of when the, the sort of the madness is setting in, like right. it's almost a comedy. Like it is a comedy. Right. Like some right. of the things they're screaming at each no, other. We, we always talk about that. How yeah. It's a real fine line between something that's funny and something yeah. that's scary. Absolutely. I'm, I'm sure somebody can watch Hellraiser and think that's the funniest thing they ever saw in life, but some people could be terrified from it. Yeah. And yeah. It's a fine line where you can go. Yeah. I did like Lighthouse because it's, it knows it's a movie while you're making a movie. It's yeah. almost like it's self-conscious of it, of what we're going to do with it. And I, I did like that scene with Robert Pattinson in, with the wheelbarrow. And I was sitting in the theater going, if he fumb- if the environment, if he's having a tough time with the environment and he's having a tough time with just a simple wheelbarrow, you got me sold. Yeah, yeah. And it did. He, and he fumbled with it. And I was like, I get the whole movie now. Yeah. Abs- man versus nature. And nature's going to win no matter what you do. <laughs> yes, yes, man. And like, uh, it's, and they do such a good job just, just letting that fester and letting that build. And um, man, um, really sad Willem. Like, I, and I'm not, you know, I was going to say something about Willem Dafoe in terms of like his performance. I, I, I was surprised that didn't get recognized but i you're also talking to a guy i didn't watch the oscars this year i i don't know what's i i just it's it's yeah i i um it's not as important i think nowadays i don't know what it is man something i used to watch them every year it's I just like too. i'm just yeah. moving away from like paying attention to like who's winning or who deserves the i i just it's just not willem needs everything coming to all the accolades yeah 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 this is fantastic can do really menacing people and then yeah. some people that you could really feel sorry for he was fantastic in um motherless brooklyn he had small little scenes in it um but he was fantastic with it and he just let the, almost this the costume be part of it so if you have an opportunity check out motherless brooklyn with yeah. Ed Norton. oh really yeah i think this is a weird thing to say but i actually think my therapist was telling me about this film <laughs> <laughs> I could be confusing. I, I was really, I was really harsh on it. Yeah. Okay. When I first saw it, I think I expected something else more, and then that's that Taylor's my. It, I should not do that. I should take it for what it is, and it is really good filmmaking. There's a lot of scenes that seem like it's a little forced. Sure. I think overall, everything works for that movie, and it had the right ending for it. A lot of people hate it because the book actually the story takes place in the 80s, mm, and they mm. took the story and it made it take place in the 40s. Oh, inter- interesting. But, um, all was, the shot locations and everything were just marvelous, wonderful. Did they, who, uh, just a couple questions, who, yeah. who, who's being our writer-director, and what did they, do you know why they... I think it was Charlie Ed, if I remember right. I think Ed is in Charlie oh. charge of it. It was his thing. Wow. He wrote, uh, I think he wrote it and directed it. Okay, yeah. And that's, you know, and people take the source material, and then you change it a little bit, and people get upset, because I think a lot of people like the the book for sure i've always said the reason people like reading the book better than watching the film is that they get to make the visuals in their head when they're reading the book and it's like when you go to a movie and it's like it's not what was aligning with what they said that's my theory at least one of the things one of the well one of the two things i i really love the annihilation book and i really love the movie i and just two different things completely that's yeah. what I've heard. I just got all three of those Area X books. Really? For the yeah. Annihilation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love those, right? And that's another thing that they talk about like with um, time, you know, yes. in the lighthouse. And the Annihilation does it. Like, t- 
time is not linear. It's like all of a sudden you jump and skip, and that's far more frightening. If he can really do it well in a movie, yeah, that's far more frightening than anything. Because I remember the Annihilation, they wake up and like, how long have we been here? Like, yeah. A week? Three hours? Yes. And it's like, holy, that's far more frightening than any really horrific stuff you see in there. And just like the lighthouse, how long do you think it's been? We've been doing this a week? Here? Exactly. That discombobulation is really get you and in building like the like that i think the arc in the characters it's almost like by you know the pacing in which that happens i feel like your mind can then sort of of course you wonder about how long it's been but it 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 uh it alludes to the fact that you know um a lot of time has has passed and and um it's it's you're, you're right i mean i'm 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 scared of time i can't believe it's, it's, it's 2021 wasn't a real year last year and it's like i, I just yeah well we, uh, we always talk about especially in film theory that time is very elastic it's not a concrete linear thing especially in film yeah you can do a movie that takes place in eight minutes and make it an hour-long movie it's really a highly subjective plot i mean yeah how much of a duration is raiders of the lost ark is that months six right. months yeah <laughs> or is that a day like so we always talk about time is kind of really, not really an emphasis. Yeah, totally. Um, but it's also kind of elusive. And it's also we talk about like it's a more, you're in that twilight area. Yeah. Where it's not really awake, but not really dreaming. It's that little bit, in, that little window where you're kind of doing both. Yeah. And it kind of fits in everything. And if you got enough of the other things or, or, or that's working, or if those things work, it's like, just like you said, it's like the time factor just, it just doesn't matter. Like like Fincher, how he won't, I love how he doesn't disclose where his movies take place. Um, yeah. I, I can't, I mean, I can't name a film, but like, it just, I don't know, like th- things like that where it's like, it, it, I, I, it takes, I feel like, excellence with other areas of storytelling to just make that not even a thing people are, you know. I do like that in the beginning of Blue Velvet where it's a suburb, but he makes everything look like it's slowed down, like the suburban life where it's safe and mundane and everything is going by like, and it's slower than reality. Like the truck, truck, the fire truck drives by and it's waving to you, but it's slowed down like it's almost like a memory or the people just watering the grass and it's really slow. Yeah. And then it slowly picks up to where the action is and stuff like that. So it's almost like you play with that. Yeah. I yeah. like I like how Marty Scorsese always has to use home videos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I've, I've never like, caught when, I, that. when I was a kid, let's just do the home video thing. Yeah, let's yeah. have a wedding and I'll just do. <laughs> I you're you're <laughs> right. Do that as a kid, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's why he did in the beginning. The beginning of Mean Streets is a film projection, and he just filmed the projection going, that's which is really weird. Here's a filmmaker going to yeah. film a film projection, showing a movie. Which yeah, is like, isn't it? Isn't it kind of self? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's something sick or cyclical or, uh, or, or uh, uh, you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, it's like, yeah, it's almost like in a cycle. It's almost like uh, an orbit, but you know, more yeah, strip, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Filmmaker filming a film being filmed. Right? Yeah, yeah. It starts where it ends, and um, I'm gonna. I, I. That's a. That's a. That's a great little bit. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. I, I, I've never noticed. It's. I love Scorsese, so I. I don't know what I'm doing when I'm watching his movies. But. I think if you ha- if you like Scorsese, um, I think you really check out After Hours. I've heard, I've been told that, that, that yeah. that's that's a good one. And that's, I think that's not, it's it's him having playful fun about movies. Because simply it's a guy who wants to meet a girl at night. 
things go awry. He just wants to go back to bed and go, you know, like give up. But the the story will not let him do it. He keeps encountering all these people at night. And you get an opportunity when you have that kind of story to play around with what film is and what characters are. Oh, yeah. And where you go and locations can mess up because he's like, I just was here with it because he's sleep deprived and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I think it's Marty's vision of how he got to really relax and be a filmmaker. Obviously, he did great movies, but if you watch After Hours, it's where he's in the middle of his career. And he used a lot of that when he made like Casino Goodfellas, where he learned from um, After Hours. I I wrote that down just so I can... (laughs) Like I have this list of things going, I will add it to my list. That uh, that's super intriguing. He intentionally made his—I uh, can't remember the actor's name. I think it's something Griffin. He intentionally made him sleep, do not go to bed, and do not date girls. Wow! And so he wanted to maintain this constant frustration that really shows out in the movie yeah, yeah. for like a month of filming. Like, no, stay up. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Save, save that Griffin for when now uh, we're burning one here. It's <laughs> hmm. great. I don't. Do you ever do those kind of little magic things on set? I, I, I don't really like. I, I don't. I've never subscribed to it, and maybe it's because I don't like tricking people. No, either. I just don't like. I, I, I just. I, I, res, I respect people's personal time and their their time away from when they are giving me what I'm asking of them yeah. so much. I just. I, I can't like. And maybe it's because I didn't. I, I have. I have horrible stage fright. Um, and like, like even like doing theater as a kid, I wanted to so badly, but I couldn't get over, uh, the fact that I, I, I was so, um, where am I going with this? I had a, I had, I had a root in mind. Okay. What did we just talk? We just talked about, it was the, yeah, we talked about what we do for actors on set. Yeah. And like, yeah. and, and maybe I'm, maybe I would feel differently if I had spent more significant time understanding what it means or, uh, to, to, to be the performer yeah but I don't, I don't know i just no i just I don't. don't like those trick things of no nope. it's just like unless an actor like if you want i would really like to do this or something like that i know i did a scene where we had people walking and i wanted to show a little bit of exasperation so i said why don't you just take take a jog just run back forth so you get a little bit out of breath yep and that's not really trickery or like but that was like a nice little activity or something like that to enhance the scene that's one thing yeah, right but, that, that's but not, not, i'm not gonna tell somebody well you want to be super private movie you better be staying up i mean that's psychologically asking people to rewire their brain for yeah. a job like, <laughs> i love movies but it movies are still movies and and war, like i just can't you know and, and yeah. some people might think it's weird i say that but like i just I, I can't i don't think i could ask that of someone do you um do you work with somebody doing a shot list or are you like doing that by yourself so i board everything myself and I'll, I'll, I'll do a shot list yeah um and i don't board everything it winds up being when things are more complicated but i like that though because um i can't tell you the amount of times where uh as as you know uh, as yeah. as filmmakers know it's like you have to be able to think on your feet or you're getting into hour 12 and it's like you're starting to hit the wall and your brain isn't fun. To have like a, a solid reference of what you are doing in yeah. that moment or what you're trying to accomplish goes beyond, I think, um, anything little like text can do. Um, because yeah, like pff, there are times I've been on set where the words I'm looking don't even 
they're not, it's not even English, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I'm sorry, but it's, 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 I can relate to it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. What, are we, what are we doing? That doesn't, I mean, yeah. 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 But I think at least get some kind of visual. I think everybody's a visual, especially for filmmakers. At least do some kind of storyboarding. Like, even if you draw something like, okay, I want something not like this. Yeah. That yeah. needs something, a starting point for everybody to go with. Right, exactly. And I always tell yeah. that when people hire me for storyboards. I go, this is my perception of, this is my perception of the script. Yeah. Even if you like what I'm doing, at least you got something like, I don't like that. Yeah. Then that gives you somewhere to go from something. You start, you can't start from nothing. At least you go for, well, let's not do this. Then you can build up. So even when I do storyboards, they're like, it's a good idea, even for something you don't like to do. For sure. I was about, to, actually, I was going to ask yeah. if, if um, you know, how, and you pretty much answered it, but how closely you're working with the filmmakers when you do those things? Like, do I mean, do, are people kind of, do, do they give you context in terms of like what they're thinking shot list or do they, in your experience, have they just been like, um, cause I've never, I've never had that luxury. Oh. Um, maybe I should have, we should try that sometime. It depends. I always ask the director or whoever's hiring me what they want. Sure. If they yeah. just want my style and they obviously see my comic books they want my style and just relay to picture pages that's great that's fine but if you have what if you have a specific need or want and write it down and make sure we have it in there yeah yeah um i don't like to do details what i like to do is the energy yeah so people like well i don't have an actress hired yet great yeah because we'll just put a fake you know we just generalize what a female is going to be in there yep because that's not my emphasis my emphasis is what you want the energy to go where you want the camera where you want the angle exactly and that's a little bit different from comic booking for sure because comic booking you really want the details and then you want to you know right i imagine you have to make some tough choices it's like i've got you know limited you know, when when it comes to this book, it's like this panel. What can all the same one? You know, in this panel, and it's like um, we're we're. I mean, I, I feel that in in terms of storytelling, like yeah. I, I, I'm 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 really glad you you got into that because like with with Greenway, like that's that was that was one of the things that was very evident to me is that you know how to sequence tell tell a story visually which is yeah which is when it comes down to film like i don't i don't write a lot of scripts i have a lot of ideas but i don't like dialogue and stuff like yeah well i'll do a little bit of that but like you know and i i beat myself up over that stuff um but i'm such a visually oriented person and it's like i I always have to remind myself like this was a visual medium when it began the audio was another tool to help tell the story, but like when it comes down to it, film is a visual medium, and you have an opportunity to use the tools to um, say a lot yeah. um, with with uh, by, by by doing little or or by using so many different resources on on set. And anyway, um, but no, I think no, we have, I think we're in the same ballpark because I know a lot of people who are specifically writers, yeah, and they really beat themselves up for a really good story, yeah, and I tell them it's still a movie, yeah. You can have a really good script, but yep. if you don't have the right director or yep. the right anything, it's going to look flat yep. and it's going to look boring. Yep. And I've seen so many good scripts go boring. Yeah. But I've also seen really bad scripts go really fantastic. Let's be honest, Point Break is a silly story, yeah. but it's fantastic to joy 
and love because it's a movie. Back to execution, right? Like yeah. someone else executed. And I, and it goes with comic books. I've read a, 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 some of the most ridiculous stories in comic books, but the artwork is so fantastic that I don't really care. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies is The Thin Man, mm-hmm. and it's uh, Nick and Nora Charles, and they're rich people that have a they're alcoholic rich aristocrats, but they solve crimes just for the fun of it. I st- I've watched it 20 times. I still don't know who's the bad guy. Yeah, I've seen sure. the movie. I don't care almost. Yeah, yeah. I love the movie. I love their interactions. But they're, at the end, it was like, oh, that's that guy. I forgot. But it's almost like, who gives a crap? I, I, oh, man. I can I can appreciate that so much, Nick. Like, But I think everybody beats him up a really good story. And yeah. everybody loves a really good story. Yeah. But really, what you're setting up is how you're going to tell the story. And I think that's where Spielberg wins. I think that's where... Like Lucas wins and Catherine Bigelow yep. and James Cameron all win. They Cameron, really know yeah. it's not the story; it's how they're telling it. Yeah, exactly. Like when are you revealing the information, or like what? Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of this thing, this relationship you have to build with the audience to keep them like waiting to see what happens next, sort yeah. of thing. And uh, they're like in micro ways and huge ways, you can do that. Like something as simple as like you know, hearing someone off screen and not knowing who it is and giving an extra three seconds to turn around. Like, so you have your audience for another three seconds to reveal who that is, like things <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, I, I and I, I love, I, like I, I'm, I just don't, and I, maybe it's a bad thing, um, but I, I, I mean, yeah, for some people it probably is a problem, but it's like, I like, there's not a lot I, don't like because I, I, I like you I will watch something and I will I, I've spent so much time in different departments I have great appreciation for yeah. um, the different um, things that were executed well even if at its core it didn't maybe come together um, quite as strong but like right there's little vignettes yes yeah. exactly like it's important to see those things yeah that's I think that's why everybody likes Mulholland Drive yeah 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 who yeah. cares about the story but those little vignettes are just freaking Wonderful. Uh, that's, <laughs> Lynch's, yeah, that's, uh. and I think that's that's David, you know David Lynch talking yeah. about who cares about the story. It really is a loose thread of a story, but let's really show how we can film a good story and make it really interesting, appealing, and contrast. That's just my favorite. I just want to squeeze in. I think yeah. Sam Raimi kind of does a little bit of that, like like right. like because like Evil Dead's a script, especially the, I mean the, the the second one. I mean he totally spun that whole concept on its head. Um, and it's like, just a book in the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he re- just remade his movie essentially. And but but like like the way he has people say things and and mm-hmm. and like 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 what they say. If you look at the words, like uh, a buddy and I were talking. If you read the script, you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, uh, the example I like to use uh, that I've talked about um, is uh, Liam Neeson in, in Dark. I don't know. Uh, Dark, uh, Dark Man. Yeah, yeah, Dark Man. Um, and he's sitting there, and I can't remember who's, who's who he's sharing the screen with in this scene. But like even the little things, the way he'll say things, like like we figured out, like we're smart guys, and just like the way he like drive, like yeah, hold it. Yeah, yeah. Just I it, like it just keeps you there with him with this. Yeah. See, yeah, it's because Sam is one of those he could work funny and horror at the yeah. same time yeah it could be funny and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god a tree's gonna rape a woman <laughs> like uh, yeah 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 uh, it's, it's but sam knows how to do the extremes yeah and i think we talked about a couple episodes that's where the coen brothers learned from was working with sam 
They worked no with him on, on Evil Dead. You can find them in the credits. And they learned. So they, they took a lot of stuff that they learned from Sam, like the long tracking shots. Yeah. Like from Raising Arizona when he goes into the bedroom. They learned that from Sam. Like how do you do the extreme close-ups and everything. Yeah. Really or like with the it. wide lenses close-up just to give it that goofy sort of like just, just uh, you know, I, it's a, yeah, he's he's got language to his work and that's i think i learned a lot more from sam than anything the and they think they're talking about we learned more from sam than we did from a lot from film school fascinating and just how he, everything can be almost a joke but it can be serious at the same time yeah 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 if you if you catch it those guys are in dark man are they really in the beginning of the, the movie, first they're, one they're, oh, driving, they're driving a car that goes out the, the beginning <laughs> of the movie there's like this cargo ship police bust and the bad guy's drive cars out the roadway and one of the cars is the two of them in it <laughs> yes that is awesome this is uh oh i i i love that i we, love you that. and i should just teach a class where we're just specifically talking about Cone brothers oh man they're kind of their own I, genre you can't like they don't have a they have like their own genre yeah their way of doing everything like from like their they have eight hour work days like they don't go over eight hours um they yeah. they do their own thing and like utilizing utilizing what works and then totally just like their personality just like you're saying like 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 sam it's like you know you know you know what you're getting into right yeah. yes yeah. yes and that's that's so important and and so impressive i always warn my parents when they go see a wes anderson movie you know what you're getting into right <laughs> a, lot, lot, a lot of center framing and a lot of people like like peeking up out of holes in the ground and 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 uh look like looking around well, my and, mom's like what it's Adults acting like adolescents. Yeah, and yeah. the adolescents are gonna act like adults. Yeah, yeah. That's that 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 is it in a nutshell. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a little break <laughs> and um, back more with Jay. Cool. Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host Sarah Belmont. I'm the producer Will Pope. And we talk. What do we talk about, Will? We talk about things, right? Talk about a lot of things. Arrowverse, Marvel, DC. Any. You talk about DC. I don't. <laughs> we we rant about TV, we rave about movies, and we we do some reviewing. Um, but we're not overly critical, but we're also pretty honest and blunt when writers and showrunners and producers get in their own way. Exactly. So give us a listen. Yeah. Good night. Geek out. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, we're back with Jay. Now, if you didn't know, um, and it's been on the local news around here, Jay was had an opportunity to direct a short film, Star Wars short film. Yeah. Um, we're kind of limited to what we could talk about it, but um, the aspects that we can, because it's actually featured, it's a Make-A-Wish Foundation movie. Yep. And it's a short film. Yep. But it's in the Star Wars kind of universe. Yep. And um, how did you get involved with this? Well, um, it goes back to some people we've talked about. Um, ben Anke um, was the cinematographer and one of the producers. Uh, him and I worked together all the time. 
Um, we, him and I initially, what's great, what, what was really cool about this beyond what the purpose of doing it for was, yeah. was when Ben and I first started talking in 2016, um, we, or no, it was 2015, uh, the first thing we talked about making was a Star Wars film, fan film, because yeah. um, he had one queued up that didn't quite go. If um, I believe right, there are some film festival contests to make Star Wars fan films. Yes, and yes. The awards are very rewarding. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and, and so, I mean, it was a no-brainer. Uh, the The process in which I got, I was considered and, and, and brought on, uh, Ben Enke brought it on to uh, producer Troy LeFay. So getting this thing started, uh, Troy was kind of spearheading making it happen. Okay. Um, I believe, if I, and I could be wrong, but I'm imagining Ben and him had a, had a chat. Um, Troy reached out to me and it's like, hey, making a Star Wars movie, make a wish, looking for a director. I'm like, yes. Yep. <laughs> Shut like, up. Yep. Stop. Yep. Yep. Um, and from then there, we hit the ground running and it's been actually, we've been, this thing has been in development since January or February for me. Um, prior to that, um, the make a wish kid, um, was, I mean, there is, there was a script that had been written. It was written actually, and, and this is exciting because we got to this person who I'm about to mention. We got to have them in the film. Wayne Humphleet, um, he was one of the writers for. Uh, That's such a Star Wars name. <laughs> yeah, actually, it is. He was one of the writers for one of the games. Um, he was one of, for the licensed games. Oh wow! Um, and. Um, he, uh, uh, Alexander's parents, uh, Lorne and Marianne, had reached out to him, uh, Wayne, and uh, had written a script that uh, incorporated what Alexander wanted with this character that okay. he had made. Uh, okay. He cosplays this original character. Um, he is... Alexander in the movie in this in this thing. Okay. Yes, exactly. And, and prior to the movie, he had this this story for this character and these 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 uh, everything from planets and his his uh, entourage and the people that surrounded them. So, and the the cool thing about it is he's totally not what you'd think for a character. Um, uh, he's he's not a Jedi. He's not a you know, I, so he's I, got range. Oh, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's That's what the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That to me was. My first, my first thought when Troy asked me was, I, th I think it's one of the first things I said to him was, uh, and not to take anything away from these films, but uh, I'm like, okay, as long as it's not two people fighting in a wood or lightsaber dueling in a wood or like you know a, yeah, a wooded yeah. area, yeah. like like I'm in, <laughs> like I'm, I'm totally. We need in. to do something other than yes, because yes. we've seen that a lot of fanfares, that, films of just. Like woods are everywhere. Woods and then yeah, sword fighting and stuff. Um, you were also managed to build a set, so mm -hmm. there are some interiors that you probably will recognize if you're a Star Wars fan. Yes, and you you did do some exteriors in the woods, though. We did it is a Star Wars. You have to do exteriors. We 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 did do a Green Planet exterior yeah. as well. Yeah, um, and everybody on crew, it's a hundred percent volunteer. Hundred percent volunteer project and. Again, the the what what is what was so cool about this project was this kid's one wish, and why I feel special. I mean, he probably could have jumped on a phone call with one of the cast members. He could have maybe you know met for all I know the president of the United States. Nice letter, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, but he wanted to do this, 
and I got to lead that wish, that project, that that you know, I I like these people trusted me with this you know, a once in a lifetime sort of thing, yeah. like you know. And um, it's nice that uh, we've known quite a few people that have been on the show before. Yeah, yeah. That I had an opportunity that I could be in the movie. That yeah, that yeah. You wanted me, I'm sure the pitch was you, like you, for yourself. Do you want to be in that? Yes. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Like Andrew Stecker is going to be a stormtrooper. Yeah. So we won't correct. see his face. But Actually, we do. Oh, Actually, we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, so, right. so uh, the film uh, it, it, it stars uh, Tiffany Cornwell. You mentioned Andrew Stecker. Uh, yep. Derek Hughes, who actually was on America's Got Talent. Uh, he he made it pretty far along. Um, really established. I mean, ridiculously talented guy. A magician. Yeah. A magician, and so, um, and he's just got a, a really uh, a, a bubbly, fun personality, and, and brought something really cool to the character we have him playing. And Rod Kasai um, is, uh, I, I feel to mention, about six foot five. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the the um, Rod actually, uh, our the film's main villain um, is is part of her entourage yes um and rod uh, i was really excited about that rod is um i actually hadn't worked with rod but i've been watching him for years and he was fantastic uh, and then andrew hunt's short film oh my gosh the, that, the, the the frozen the, yeah, frostbite frostbite yeah wonderful on that he was he was such a delight to direct like just just uh i don't know he just has so much honesty and conviction with his facial expressions and just um we we we, we were able to, to navigate the language really well so so i mean but 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 that's not to take away anything from anyone else because again everyone brought their a-game like it is it was phenomenal the the beauty behind the the intent and goal with the project there's going to be a really great documentary coming out that that has followed the entire process i think i know who filmed the documentary oh yeah 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 what's uh, his name uh, what's their it, name is it kj no uh, so uh we might be incorporating so so she did um bts we got B bts material basically for social media with, with if you didn't KJ. know i was mentioning carrie joel Skullquist. carrie joel Skullquist, one yeah. of the most ridiculously talented uh, individuals to come right into I thought my life did, well uh, she's been doing a lot of photography for on the set and yep stuff. i thought she yep. would be doing the documentary i thought that was a logical step but right yeah so it's, a, a, little, it's a logical thought yeah so yeah. Is, is there gonna be a documentary on the making of the movie yes how would people be able to find it so from what i understand um so we we um you know, we've now technically IPR um, hasn't been a producer, but I, I don't think technically, um, though they've been involved heavily with that allowed us to use the set there. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, our, our, we built the set inside the studio. And so Matt Moss, um, really great storyteller. Um, you should check out his Frostbite documentary. We're just talking about Frostbite. Right, we just on, did, yeah. On YouTube. Um, and, uh, that guy is just he's such a he's such a um uh just, just a a warm presence and he makes you really comfortable and so he really got a lot of truth out of people throughout the process i am so excited to see it because he captured when i was there um i know he's got tons of footage but there there's there's been <laughs> oh, some no, we have to cut yeah yeah uh magical moments and what i understand right now is that um, IPR, uh, Institute of Production Recording, um, I could be wrong about this, um, but I believe there has been ideas about finding a way to get this doc into FES. Um, with Got the, it. With the premiere of the movie, 
we're going to be playing it immediately after it. So nice. Um, yeah. The, can I ask how long do you think it would be? Like a duration of the movie? Uh, the the short uh, is in the actual film. Um, I'm thinking it's probably going to wind up being, it's a little bit longer for a short, but probably around like 15 minutes. And um, okay. I mean, the, the approach we took with it, and the reason why was um, we when we got to talking, um, the producers and I, um, and uh, uh, Sans, uh, uh, Lily Rains, who, who also, one of the most, phenomenal talents I've come to to know um, uh, she came in a little later in the game but at the beginning it was just Troy Ben and I and um, when we were talking we got this script from Wayne Humphrey that that uh, Alexander's parents had, had given us it was it was it was cool but <laughs> it was unshootable <laughs> it was unshootable not uh, in your budget not 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 in the budget so okay. we wa- we wanted to honor some of the things that Wayne and he, he winds up getting a story by credit we wanted to honor some of the things that Wayne had come up with because clearly there were things that Alexander approved of. Um, yeah. that, that was number one importance. It's just like, is this what you want? Um, and we got to talking and I, uh, we, were, we were just riffing back and forth about what we could do. And um, we talked about, you know, it's like these vignettes and, and, and different ways we could incorporate a lot of the things that were in this script but do a different version of it. And what, what we landed on is, you know, when we were going back and forth, I, I had sort of, I had suggested maybe this idea because it was stories, about, you know, the legend of Lex Xander, and that's the name of the film, a Star Wars fan's okay. story. Yeah. Um, and the, like, it, it's, 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 it focuses on talking about this, this character that we're yet to meet. Um, we get glimpses of, of, of who he is, who he might be. And the way we went about it to keep it fresh and fun. And again, like we talked about doing things that are different a little earlier. Um, like what, what can I add to this? What can we do What's that, something new? that hasn't been done with Star Wars? But also how can we still keep it Star Wars? Because, I mean, like it's got such an identity. Something recognizable that we know that it, we're in this. Yes. So um, when we were chatting, I th- you know, I thought, um, okay. Like, let's go back to George Lucas's initial idea um, before it grew into becoming everything that it was or is. And I'm like, let's not look at Star Wars. Let's not look at Star Wars. We'll look at Star Wars a little later, but let's get back to what made Star Wars Star Wars, as in what inspired George Lucas. So, um, naturally, went to the samurai genre. Um, and uh, uh, that that was a, yeah. between that and serial um, hidden uh, fortress. Y- y- yep. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, okay, but we got to pivot. We have to pivot. So looking at Kurosawa, what if we did Rashomon? Like different versions of a truth, different versions of a character, yeah. like yeah. like people who are at the scene, you know, but they have different ways of recalling it um or is this person you know bsing um or or you know which 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 is the real one which is the truth and so um and and it's uh and and i and i can't i can't i I, it's 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 an odd project where it's like there's a lot i can talk about and i have a lot to say but then there are certain things that we just like we can't because it's 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 an ip that we don't technically own and um the the um but it, it's 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 stormtroopers in a locker room talking with <laughs> with uh, th- th- this this new kid that shows up, 
um, looking for Lexander. And we go around uh, and we, we survey each I'm, person's story. But I'm pretty sure stormtroopers lock their lockers. I don't yeah. think they trust each other. <laughs> yeah, man. I yeah. And, and, and speaking of the lockers, you brought up the set. Yeah. I can't wait for everyone to see what was built to make this happen. Like, it is just... It I, looks like you spent a lot of time... And I saw the stills. It looked like really authentic. Because I asked, I go, where did you... Did you go on Lucas's ranch? And like, no, they made that. Yes. And that's impressive. Because I thought you guys like lifted something or went off location to somewhere of those authentic Star Wars set. And I was like, no, they made that. Like, holy crap. And you know what? The art department and the builders like uh, and the designers, like they did a phenomenal job. Um, one of the guys that worked on, on, on the, the, the process for that was um, our designer, uh, Sean. Uh, he he wound up basically just kind of drawing up something, asked us a few questions. And like I said, this was a, this was a huge, huge project. There's, there's like, like 50, 60 people um, easily who between all the shoot days that are, that are like different. Like every time we shot, there was a different crew beyond like team leads. Okay. A lot of times. Um, and what was really, really, really um, fun to see is like this, the process of things getting handed off. Like, okay, here's the design. Okay, now we're gonna have someone build it. Okay, well, what can we, we'll, we'll, we'll consult this person, but they can't build it. So we'll have this person come in and, 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 and uh, with the paint, you know, we got the lights, we got, um, it was, uh, I'm trying to recall everyone we had on set and I'm, I have to apologize again. Cause when I say like 60 All right, people, you're, you're gonna need help with the credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And some people I haven't even met, like, which is, just was it's that's just that has not happened for me um and and uh but uh i think all i'm trying to say going like the accomplishment like it's it's been such a big ambitious thing um but i think what we're really emphasizing this is all volunteer yes and it shows how important star wars is for everybody that they spend a lot right. of labor time right to get this really just for this kid. Yes. Not only that, it's an opportunity to do what you always love to do. It's almost like a symbiotic relationship. Absolutely. Where you, you really want to do something really good for this kid that's really had a, had a bad deal. Oh, yeah. But you it's, also want to make a really good Star Wars film yourself as well. If you're going to do it, it's something you don't want to mess up <laughs> um, uh, it's, uh, yeah. for several reasons. Um, obviously, his wish. Uh, the... The, the fact that it's it's Star Wars and um, it's probably going to be watched more than anything I have ever done. Um, and the the um, well, rewatchability is another criticism. So so big. Yeah. yeah. So so big. If and it's rewatchable. Yeah. The the wonderful wonderful gift that Alexander gave to everyone um, indirectly was. Yeah, everyone who I mean I guess I can name some people. Um, but like everyone wants like Star Wars did something for everyone. And as filmmakers, as cre uh, creatives, artists, he brought to surface an opportunity that everyone involved wanted. And it very well and, and probably quite likely would be the closest that a lot of us would get. We had people uh, get to that franchise. We had people who've never worked on, on movies before who were cosplayers who were like devout and, and um, were just there and showing up. You know, we had, we had 14, 15 hour days and we had like seven of them or eight. And, um, and it's tough to wear your uniform. 
that was an I, and then it, take it off. It was then. such an educational process. Stormtroopers can't sit down. They can't bend over. Like they can't even freaking see out of those those helmets. It's like you know, I, I, I just yeah. I, I had so much <laughs> respect for these. And then what we're asking them to do, like I'm used to, you know, hey, we have a 10 hour day. That's a short, or that's, that's, that's good, man. That's safe. Right. Hey, I'm, we, I'm, we're we out of about there. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm home and to bed, and I, I might even be, able, I might even be able to shower. <laughs> like, and, 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 um, yeah. yeah. 14 hours of being in your stormtrooper uniform. That's a, that's a lot of sacrificing, even though that's something that you wanted to do. But yes. You gotta, yeah. We always talk about it, it's really weird about making movies. You know, I've been, I've been on film sets before, but. There's a lot of monotony and a lot of struggling to get that few seconds to yes. look really good. Yeah, it's. I, I've had my parents on set. Um, the extras still the same thing. You know, it was like, and it was such a new thing for a lot of people who just have no idea. Um, like, it's yeah. a. It blows my mind. Like, what we will spend on for four seconds of footage that people will probably watch once, right. and like 70 percent of them, they probably like. We'll think it's okay, and and uh, and and that's fine. But like, I think the point being is like, so much goes into um, it's it's so process oriented. It's so process oriented. Like, if you don't like the process, I don't know how you can do this sort yeah. of thing. And I told everybody you can read my comic book in an afternoon, and an hour, yes. and that was over ten years of work. Yeah, yeah. And I probably visited every emotion you can have on a spectrum. I'll bet. Doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but for you, it's just going to be an afternoon of just, well, that was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and That was a good script. Yeah. And I was, well, that was a decade of my life. It, yeah, it was a good, nice read. I had a cup of coffee, sat in the backyard and read it. That's what somebody told me. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, I know. Yeah. And, but that is what it is. Like, they're, they're made for, like, these things are made for a general audience. And and uh, that's just the reality of it. Like, I, I remember... um. Uh, I showed my buddy a a, a, um, a first look, a, a rougher cut of my feature, and um, uh, I remember asking him if something worked for him. He's like, "Oh, I must not have. Like, I must have been checking my phone during that." <laughs> it's like it's and like and like yeah, like that's. I mean, that's yep. part of it, right? Like, yeah. like I like I'm a realist. Like, okay. Like so, either I didn't do something right, or his attention span uh, just uh, um, wasn't in it for for that sequence, and uh, that's okay because uh, you know that's that's being human. You know, when I critique movies for my my YouTube channel with Kyle, and I always do, if it's something new, if I've never seen before, I will watch it twice. That's great. I don't watch it once and then spit out a paper, and yeah. I watch it twice. Because I think if you're going to even do our criticism of it and you want to do what really works well, what's really not, but you're going to miss some stuff. Yeah, yeah, inevitably. If, especially for the first time. Something that's really going to pop you for the first time. You're going to miss some stuff. Yeah. And I think anything that I really enjoy has a, really should have a second watch to it. Yes. Even if you don't like it. And then I've, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't like the movie Joker. Yep. I really don't we, like it. I remember but that. But I can take away things of it that are really enjoy about it. Yeah. And that's because of a second viewing. I went to theater just mad and like, I hate that movie. But I go back to second viewing and go, I can find pull things out that are really magnificent about it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't like, I still don't like the movie, but that's, that's fine. fair. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. You're allowed to not like it. But um, it's just, I enjoy good things about it. There's really good things in there. Abs- uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that, that, um, and that's 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 cool, and that makes sense to me because yeah, you do really break down. Um, I think it's really great that you and Kyle do that. You really, I mean, you guys, the detail in which, like, you can tell that that um, you you guys are 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 
fans of storytelling. Well, I mean, yeah, I told Kyle when we do this, I'm not going to sit and rip films. Uh-huh, yeah. Even if it's a bad film. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to enjoy watching. Even if it's an awful film, there's something that you can enjoy about it. Yes. Unless it's really, really bad or something. And I've there's maybe a handful of movies. I've been watching movies for 40 years. There might be a handful of movies that I've just... There's nothing about it. There's nothing that I will take away from it. And that's what I consider bad. Yeah. Even though there's a lot of bad movies I can have enjoy. You know, heck, let's put The Room on and have a good time. <laughs> the Room, Samurai Cop, uh, man, uh, Deadly Prey. That's another one I watched recently. And I, lo- I love watching, um, quote unquote, bad movies. Like, and so there, in my opinion, yeah. like, like, you know, things that get ripped apart, like, I'm fascinated. I want to know why. Like, uh, why is and, it considered bad? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and like, there are a million different things working against you to for your film to not turn out to be solid. Uh, one of the one of the great things is, is in the eight, 1981, the movie The Burning was considered an awful, awful slasher movie. One of the worst ones ever made. Now everybody think it's one of the best. Isn't that fascinating? It's like a cult. Everybody likes that movie now. But I remember when it came out, that was like the worst. It got criticized harshly. Yeah. But now if you go back, watch The Burning, people are like, oh, yeah, it's got all the things you like about a slasher movie in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, what's eight, what's different is aged. It aged. Yeah, totally, totally. And and some people sometimes just aren't ready for something non-traditional. And <laughs> because they don't know how to react or how to feel or it didn't make them feel like the way they expected, it's like I feel like some people then resort to it. Like, I, I don't know, I just didn't. Um, but yeah, yeah, like the thing, right? Yes, I, yes. I've seen that mean the the thing. Yes, you know, your parents weren't ready for it, but your kids are gonna love it. Yeah, we all as kids, we all loved it. <laughs> My favorite movie um, that, as I get older uh, and exp- you know, as life goes on and explore the themes, um, the original Blade Runner, man, just like <gasps> like yeah. that's one that I know like severely underperformed. I loved the sequel as well. Um, and debatably, there are things that I thought were. Uh, an improvement. Um, well, yeah, because Deacons did that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of Deacons, uh, um, you want to see uh, you want to see some nice cinematography. I don't know if anyone yeah. listening here is sort of Roger Deacons, <laughs> but no, no, no. Uh, the uh, but I think Blade Runner. Everybody thought it was going to be Star Wars. Totally. Harrison Ford's in it. Sci-fi. Yep. They didn't think it was going to be a noir murder mystery. Yep. And they thought it was just going to be pew 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 die die die. And it's like. No, it's slow, cigarette-burning film. Very. And the one, th- like, and let me tell you, man, like, the thing that w- with that movie that really inspired me to, well, I guess it was one of the, the movies that really made me appreciate elements of filmmaking was the fact that we have a, um, a rundown, rainy, dark, polluted semi-neon uh, uh, at the time technologically advanced world that was not pleasant for these characters but I still wanted to go there yeah like that's like that to me is like okay like, like to be able to do that and like the and, and that's and I think maybe like that's why that's probably the reason I love doing the Star Wars project it's part of the reason I, I make film is like I'm not that interested in having a movie set in my backyard because it's like I I live in my house and I can go on my patio and look at that all day. No, my wife, we, we had this conversation because <laughs> yeah. oh, she's in the living room. What are you watching? 
people under the stairs. <laughs> Why? Because I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have people under my stairs. I yeah. want to see what happens when you have people under your stairs. I loved that movie as a kid, man. I have not seen it in years. Oh, but. it's worth revisiting. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Wes Craven. Have a good time. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> yep. But right, I think you and I, If you, it's like 1917. I don't want to be in war. I don't think I would even last long in World War One. But you made it look interesting where I want to be part of that. Yeah, you made war beautiful. <laughs> right, you made like it a... look majestic. Yeah. And how you pull that off, Yeah, where, like Robert De Niro said, it's a feeling. That's all it is. I like it. I don't have to explain to you. I really liked it. Yeah. Or you like a scene. It works. It yeah. just worked. And it... sometimes he goes, well, I sit with Marty and we work out things. It'll take a long time and then all of a sudden hey that worked Moving yes on. that's that's their conversation yes yes and that's yeah. that to me like is 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 a plenty good answer um Does it work? I was, yeah. I, yeah and i i, I was just having this the discussion so so i mentioned lily rains um she was also the dialogue coach on the film that's how she was involved at first we later then uh brought her in as a, a producer and um i've expressed to her because she's i mean she's educated experience like 25 plus years like you know out out in LA out in uh, doing the thing yeah. and and um I've expressed I expressed to her um one of the things that would, would have been so helpful and, and she was was just sort of like I will say that sometimes language for me is a barrier we talk about a feeling yeah. um we talk about um the the the, the struggle to, to to convey um and Sometimes when I'm as a director, like when I am challenged by like, well, why are you doing this? Sometimes it is my reasoning is a feeling and I can't, I can't like communicate, communicate why. And I have totally started and like, not, not in a pompous way. It's like, well, why are you doing that? Like, cause I like it and I'm directing this movie. <laughs> like, like, like yeah. you can't argue with that. Like you just like, and, and if it's not good enough for someone, it's like, well, um, but I'm directing the movie. Yeah, I think I've, I've watched enough Marty, but he's just on set. It's just, it's not working. Yep. And that's all he says. It's not working. Where he has enough clout where everybody's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, that's my phrase. It's not working. Let's find something. Make it make it work. Let's be creative about it. Yeah. Um, Jay, thanks for coming again. Oh. I think I got to learn more every time I talk with you about filmmaking. Thank you so much. I, you know, I, 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 I love coming back here. And I think that... Um, yeah, what, what what you what you're doing here is just awesome um, for St. Paul, and uh, you you've uh, it's it, it's great because it's like oh, who, what, which friend of mine is 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 going to be on this week? I saw like Maria Barr was on there. I'm like, I can't wait to watch that. She's such a goon. She's so she's so great. She's so I I I, I adore Maria. She's, she's she's amazing. She's fantastic and so yeah. talented. But yeah, thank you for letting me be part of this, man. Um, and. Um, on top of that, um, uh, I will say, uh, I, I just want to throw out there with Star Wars, uh, The Legend of Lexander, a Star Wars fan story. The plan right now um, is to have a premiere in January, um, assuming everything stays on schedule okay. and uh, potentially subject to change. But um, there will be things coming out uh, with a lot more information and more detail. I was so. hoping May. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, that 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 would uh, that, that would, would fit with everything. Only make only, sense. Only makes yeah. Sense. Jay, thanks for coming. We're looking forward to the Star Wars. I love talking movies with you. Um, it's not over till the guests say it's over. 
you're you're all clear, kid. <laughs> 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 <laughs>